The top five. Top, top five side ones. Top five records to play on a Monday morning and all that. The top five movies. Here's the top five candidates. Top five dream job. All time, top five, most memorable breakups. The top five, classic. Welcome to Top Five, the podcast where we cut apart celebrities saying the word top five and put it in our theme song. I'm your host, Taylor Matris. Uh, this week, like every week, we have our special guests come in, pick a topic, and then pick their top five in that topic, whether or not I know anything about it. This week's we're still in the van, still rolling the country with Alex Jones. Thank God he can't hear us back here, but we've picked up another special friend, another guest from the past, of often requested. That can't be true. I don't know if it is or not. <laughs> I can't say it's not true, Patrick. Pat Boyle is back on my show. I sure am. When was the last time you were on? Season two? Probably. I think season two. Season two, yeah. That uh, was, was that last season? Yeah, that was last season. <laughs> okay. And that was, yeah. What, All right. What was your episode? I don't even remember. Uh, I did top five canceled adult swim shows. Oh, that's right. And I fucked up and I picked two that were still out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were canceled. Well, I mean, you know, that's... It's not like I did research. Yeah. Pat, it's good to see you. How have you been? I've been good. Yeah, I've been staying out of trouble. I I don't know how I uh, I woke up in this this van. I, I I've been kidnapped. I guess that's yeah. Kind of the way it works is you guys wake up with a hood. I finally notice. The tough thing is every once in a while the door opens and I think, oh, we're getting out of here. And then Alan Abulancy just steps in. It's like, what's going on in here? And it's just the more door friends. closes and more friends. Yeah. Thank God Alex stole my cell phone and is getting all the names and addresses of previous guests. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I was, you know, I. Uh, that's kind of nice. I mean, you know, you're 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 trapped here, but you know, you got company. It's nice. It's nice to talk to people. I'd probably be doing this anyway, just sure, not yeah. in a van that smells like pee. Right. I hope it's pee. Whose pee is that? I mean, most of it's definitely mine, but you know, <laughs> right. Some of it was probably here already. Not all of it in jars. Just <laughs> Patrick. On the subject of pee, what what topic did you pick for this week? Uh, I, I picked uh, the top five episodes of uh, Adventure Time. Excellent. Yeah. That's a fine choice. Oh, it's a great show. I think I, I like, I, so on the last episode, I was trying to talk about Venture Bros and I said like Adventure Time a couple times. I think so. Because uh, I, at the time I was watching through that entire series and uh, it just it, it just takes over. Dude, it's it, great. It does. I find myself saying, oh my glob all the time. Pat, what is it that draws you to Adventure Time? What do you like about that show? What do I like about it? Yeah. Um, everything. There's a lot to it. It's uh, it's funny because I avoided it for a long time because the fandom was everywhere. That yeah. I think that anything that's so popular must be terrible. I got to avoid it. And then I finally came back around to it. And uh, it it's great. I, I finally sat down and watched the whole season because the finale was airing last summer. And uh, the whole series, I'm like, I got to catch up. Got to get ready for it. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the fandom is well warranted. It's a wonderful show. It, it really is. And I thought kind of a similar thing. So I was like, this is a weird show. And I was like, oh, I remember when that was a YouTube short that they'd gotten off of a like failed pilot. Kids these days don't even know about algebraic. Um, and, and then and then I finally got a few episodes into the show. And I was like, all right, this is my thing now. Yeah. 
It's so I was watching time. like season one when it was airing at the time, and I was getting a lot of shit from my friends in college because they're like, I'm like, man, I got to watch the new Adventure Time comes out tonight. And they're like, dude, what the fuck are you watching a kid's show for? I'm like, no, no, no. You got to see this thing. It's nuts. Yeah. And uh, I'm, we hung out. We watched a couple episodes. Yeah. They're like, yeah, whatever. And then it just really exploded like shortly thereafter. And for whatever reason, I fell out of watching it. So, oh, yeah. 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 The Cosplay community alone, I think, is, is all about that Adventure Time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I see a lot of brawny fins. That always makes me laugh. Brawny fins. When it's like some huge bro. In, oh, yeah, yeah. In tiny shorts and a, in a I don't know, what is, this, what is he, a rabbit cat hat? I don't know what it is. Yeah. Whatever. Hat with a hole cut in it. Put your face there. Yeah. 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 Well... I'm actually super interested in what you have, so can we jump right in? Sure, yeah, absolutely. Jump right in. What's your number five Adventure Time episode? So, uh, it it was hard to pick, because there's a lot to this show. Um, And I wanted to pick an episode um, for number five, something early on that, like, where you first... I I wanted something that really, like, opens up the show, where you're like, holy shit, there's a lot going on here. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, it was tough looking at all the episodes and, you know, checking Wikipedia about all of them, and then just watching them to make sure that they were as good as you remember. No episode really blows the whole thing wide open. It's a lot of subtext, and it's a lot of subtle things. It is, and it's a lot of, here's a touch of backstory, but we're never going to actually outright tell you everything. Yeah, so my number five, I picked uh, the season one episode, um, Business Time. Business Time. Remind me what Business Time was. Sure, Uh, so Business Time... Uh, Finn and Jake are on the beach and they are melting uh, icebergs and they keep finding stuff inside of them. Yes. And uh, like Finn keeps finding like bicycles and like old computers and Jake, the first one he melts has nothing but baby shoes in it. <laughs> and it's just like, oh fuck. Because like, you know, the intro, it's like, you know, a bunch of like nuclear bombs and stuff, but yeah. they don't really like hint that there's like something weird going on. Like yeah. that it's so apocalyptic. And this is the first time where you really like, Oh, Jake found baby shoes, and then they melt like a iceberg full of businessmen from the past. I recall this. Yeah, and they're all voiced by Brian Posehn, which is awesome. That was Brian Posehn, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Huh. I love how many like guest voice actors they get. Oh yeah, like Maria Bamford is a regular character. Oh yeah. Um, Weird Al Yankovic's in there. Yep, Banana Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what, what strikes you about? Okay, so Adventure Time tends to start off like a fun kind of adventure and then get into some weirdness. Yeah. Yeah. What was the weirdness from business time? The weirdness is just that they're, they, they melt, they, they, they're melting these, uh, icebergs and they're just full of artifacts from the past. And sure. that's where you kind of start gathering that there's a lot more to this show. Like, Oh wow. Like, clearly this is like a post-apocalyptic world that they haven't really said before. And that's the first time you really kind of get a glimpse of it. Yeah, because yeah, they're always, like, running into old cars and shit, and you're like, but no one drives cars in this world. Yeah, yeah. But there's always roads and things, and you're like, but there aren't any cars. Why are there roads? Cars are from before. Yeah. What, what did the businessmen end up doing? I don't... It was something nefarious. Well, no, um, they just, like, did business stuff. Like, and, <laughs> like, to the point where Finn and Jake just didn't go on any adventures because oh, they kept hiring right. the businessmen to do it. And uh, it ends with Finn hiring the businessmen to seal themselves back up in the iceberg and float away. <laughs> Do you think that's a some kind of social commentary or just weird fun? Not at all. <laughs> I don't think that's weird fun. <laughs> I think it's weird fun. I think I was, that it seems like lazy writing, but you know, I was it's like, good. there's something in there, but 
More than likely, it's probably just silliness. Yeah, yeah. I like when Finn and Jake have to interact with uh, some something from the old world. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think it's well. It's not my. But Banana Man and them get together to fix a car. Oh yeah. And yeah. then they like drive their sweet truck around yeah. for like five seconds before they break it. Yeah. So it's always cool to see these fantasy characters essentially on occasion have to use, you know, a VCR. Yeah. Because that was it. You know, I was trying to uh, go back and figure out what um, I really liked about Adventure Time, what really kind of drew me in. And it is just this, like, weird fantasy show. And then you get little bits and pieces of the overarching universe showing up. And a lot of it is, like, the subtext you kind of piece together. Well, what the hell was that? And, like, are they going to address it more? And that's really the big allure of the show. They might not say anything else about it for another season. Oh, yeah. And they're going to be like, no, we're going to do weird shit with tree trunks. Yep. You're like, oh, okay, well, fine. Yeah. All right, Pat. I gotta let me see what I got for number five. Sure. We're gonna pull it up. Hang on. Oh yeah. Hug me. Hug me. Uh, my first, my first, my number five is is a pretty memorable episode, and I think a lot of people uh, uh will be behind me. But it is. It's a season one that I was like, okay, this is the first episode I saw when I went, okay, this show, I'm into it. It's uh evicted. It's the first episode with Marzaline, the vampire queen. Yeah. So uh, Jake and Finn are telling each other scary stories about vampires. And then Marzaline, the vampire queen, shows up, says, this is my house, and kicks them out. Yeah, yeah. And it's your first introduction to this character. But it's also one of the first episodes where there's just a weird song in the middle of it. Yeah. And it's Pendleton Ward singing. Yeah, that uh, actually was my ringtone after that episode aired. And Marzaline. Oh, yeah. Why are you so mean? I'm not mean, I'm a thousand years old, and I just lost track of my moral code. Hey, yeah. Mausoleum. <laughs> no, we're not going to do it. <laughs> it's no. so good. It's so good. I know, because I, I was about to, like, just, as soon as you said evicted, I'm like, so Finn and Jake <laughs> set out to find a new home. Oh, it's so good. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> and it's, it's a silly song. <laughs> it, it also, I don't know if they made up the words as he went, but they have to animate whatever ridiculous shit he's just, Oh, yeah. She's like. Oh, climb into a giant shell, and there's a frog, but watch out, it's a tiger with throwing potions for fruit and fire. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, a, a tiger jumps out of a frog suit and starts throwing shit at people. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a, a fun episode, and I like, it shows Jake conquering his fears, sort of, of Marceline. And it's also the ridiculous, childish uh, uh, will of Finn. To just be like, oh, I'm going to punch this giant vampire monster. Yeah. <laughs> it also has him, he gets slapped in the buns, and I always think that's funny. In he does. Show. It's a good episode. It's a great episode. Yeah. Um, and it establishes Marcy, and also her weird little house in a cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and then the boys get their, their home back, because Finn socked Marcy one good, and she was like, oh, that was fun. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. She was just razzing him. Like, just razzing him. I'm here to have fun. And, uh, you know, no one's no one stood up to her for how many thousands of years, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Because uh, she's an immortal vampire lady. Yeah. As the song says. Right. It also has bees throwing up honey on people. Is that the same episode? Yeah, they try to get into a beehive. Someone oh, yeah. puts their foot in it for some reason. It's like, don't put your foot in there, guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a bee comes out and just starts puking honey on them. Well, that's what like, they do. Okay. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's what as bees defense. are for and how they are used. <laughs> that is, as you know, the last time I saw one, just give it a good squeeze and that's for your toast. Just puke that honey right there. Right. That's how that works. All right, Patrick, we're cruising along. What do we you got are. for number four? Uh, number four 
is uh, the season four episode, Bimo Noir. Oh, Bimo Noir. It's so good. Would you like to explain what Bimo is? Bimo is like a... It's like a video game. It's like a Game Boy. Yeah. That's sentient and... uh, Korean? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And uh, BMO just kind of has... It's kind of like... Has like a childlike sensibility to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's kind of like... Not Finn and Jake's baby, but like... Not necessarily. He's their weird little roommate who's also kind of a child. Yeah. But then when he doesn't act like it, it's horrifying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bimo's, Bimo's great. Bimo's one of the best characters. So, Bimo Noir is a black and white episode. Well, it starts with Finn looking for his sock. And uh, he thinks Jake took it. And the whole episode, they're just looking for Finn's sock. And Bimo basically turns into a detective to solve where the sock has went. Yeah, he turns into like a Sam Spade character from like Maltese Falcon. It's yeah. great. Oh, yeah. And it's all black and white. And it's... Uh, Bimo just walking around the house talking with like a mouse at first and he's like you know oh what'd you do with it Ronnie and then like you know there's the uh he's like rubbing dirt in like the remote control like trying to oh yeah he's trying to interrogate a remote control just like where is it baby oh yeah baby's the remote yeah that's right I just watched it last uh, night (laughs) oh yeah because it's so good it's a great episode like the cat's officer Davis he's he's clearly got a crush on their chicken he's like listen Lorraine I know you're behind this the best part is there, there's this weird sequence in the middle of the episode where like, hey, has anyone seen BMO? Like, I'm worried about BMO. Like, Jake and Finn are talking to each <laughs> yeah. other and there's like a scene where like BMO like punches a mirror <laughs> yeah. and like he turns and like it's BMO's face and he's like, who's BMO? And then he like turns and it has like a human face and like Lorraine is putting like lipstick on, like the chicken's <laughs> getting lipstick put on its face. It's just, <laughs> it's so, it's so weird. And it's like, that's BMO's world when everyone else leaves. He's at home. That's kind of it. Cause like BMO also has like an alter ego football, football. that he sees in the mirror. Yeah. And so like BMO, it's hard to tell if BMO is insane or just kind of has that like childlike imagination where just like everything is just weird and can be whatever you want it to be. Right. And I think him being alone all the time really gives him a chance to stretch out that imagination every day for a few days. Oh yeah. So, I mean, when you think about it, it's like, yeah, Finn and Jake are home at night sometimes, but most of the time it's just BMO and the remote and and Jake didn't even know their chicken had a name. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh, our chicken's named Lorraine. Yeah. Lorraine was the one who stole the sock. Yeah. To fill out with gold. Neptur's down there. Oh, and yeah. Like, Neptur's there. You hang out. We're both robots. And BMO's just like, I'm not like you. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Oh, what yeah. The, is that robot racism? <laughs> Shit. It's more that, like, Neptur was, like, uh, just kind of Pinocchioed by Finn. Just, like, made. And, like, yeah. BMO maybe. Yeah. What's... BMO was created by, like, uh, Amo, right? Amo, yeah. It's yeah. In the B-more episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's up whole he's a whole thing oh yeah right you, you get a secret origin for pretty much every character yeah. eventually and it's always way weirder than you thought it would be oh yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> i'm afraid we're gonna get into some so i don't want to say too oh, much. oh yeah absolutely so what's your number four my number four i'm glad you asked because my number four is uh jacob and margaret investigations so this is the episode about Finn and Jake's dog parents. Okay. So Jake's mom, Margaret, is pregnant and she's hanging out. They run a supernatural investigation business out of an apartment in like a desolated city. Sure. And um, Jake, Jacob and Margaret are 
expecting what who you assume is Jake. Right. So the episode starts out, it's bookended by Jake trying to tell his secret origin. He's like, yeah, I remember Dad used to tell me. And then we flash back, and it's like, they're like these... 50s, 20s, almost detective characters, much oh, yeah. like, uh, like talk like fast talking people. They're like, like listen here, honey, you, oh, yeah. you're expecting a new pooch. You can't be going out there fighting monsters. And she's like, don't you worry, my expending belly is just more room for ammo in my ammo belt. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they take, they're like, he's got a ticker taper or ticker tape, whatever, coming out. And he's like, oh, let's see, a forest fire. I got this and that. And oh, here's one for us, honey. A cute old lady in the middle of nowhere is having her apple pies stolen. Let's hit it. And she's like, we're not going to do that. He goes, we're going to go. And they get in an actual working uh, car. Yeah. And they drive to Tree Trunks' house. <laughs> and you see her old husband, who is like a manatee. Yeah. and he's The, the one, one before Mr. Pig. The one before Mr. Pig. And he's the one who's been stealing the pies. Okay. He put tennis rackets on his feet. He's like, I just love the pies. Oh, yeah, She's yeah, like, yeah. you could have more pies. He's like, I want all the pie. And he starts crying for the whole episode. <laughs> like, uh, well, at least until they leave Tree Trunk's house. And they, they eventually find a monster. They come back. It bites Jacob. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and so to get the... We'll say, you know, antivirus or whatever, anti-venom. Uh, Margaret goes out to get the the monster and get some of his blood and whatnot. It's a shape-shifting monster, and eventually it ends up with... Um, Margaret kind of scares off the monster, but then Jacob comes back, and from, like, his head springs baby Jake, okay. fully formed... Like Aphrodite. Oh yeah, from his father's skull. I don't remember this. I vaguely remember this episode. It's like if I wasn't paying attention, I'd be like, "Oh, it's a fun episode about their parents. They used to be monster hunters. We know sure. that they talk about that." But instead, it's this insane secret origin from Jake, yeah, whose parents are apparently his dad and a weird shape shifting monster. The blue thing, right? Yeah, the blue yeah. thing. Okay. And then as that happens, uh, Margaret gives birth to Jermaine, their right. dog brother. Okay. Um. That it's, makes sense. It's truly... Yeah, not one, no, all of that tracks. That one's there. Yeah. There's, that's the greatest thing is that, like, everything is insane in this show, and it's all canon. Like, there's yeah. not, like, a throwaway episode where it's like, oh, that happened. Just like, oh, no, they uh, like they, they healed the lich, and now it's Tree Trunks' son. And now he's going to be around forever. Yeah, Sweet Pea's now just there. Yeah. That, that's canon. Even with the fucking... The, the monster being Jake's sort of dad that comes back later in oh, the yeah. last season oh yeah and i'm like what what is happening how did you remember that shit and have a follow-up for it later yeah um but it's super cool and i like seeing that it's after the war but it's before finn and jake yeah. and it's just cool to see like the characters who raised them were like 1920s fast talkers who like to kill monsters baby <laughs> right and, like, the craziest thing about, like, like, what you said, we're like, oh, yeah, they have a backstory and then they just come back to it later, is, like, with season one and a lot of the early stuff, they were just throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks and they didn't have, like, an end game oh, clearly. for so much of it. But, like, yeah. Finn's afraid of the ocean in season one and then that comes back in, like, season nine. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I'm like, holy shit. And, like, a lot of it's just like, yeah, we, we saw, like, some open-ended stuff that we could kind of fill in. But, like, the way the continuity all comes together, it's like... They, they must have had, I, I would imagine they had like a Breaking Bad roadmap of the series, but they didn't. Yeah, that's the thing. And I'm like, how did you pull together all this bullshit at yeah. the end and make me love it and then make me cry? 
you fucks. Yeah. And then giggle. My mom saw an episode and she giggled at one point. That's funny. It was weird. I was like, ah. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know you were there. What? (laughs) It was a first joke too. Oh, that's good. I'm going to talk about it. I don't want to get too much into it. Sure, yeah. Yeah, no, and it's, it's just delightful. It's cool to see secret origins from characters and to have them be infinitely weirder than you thought it could be. Oh, yeah. Because Jake mentions he gets his powers from being in a magic puddle. But, oh, yeah. But at, when he jumps out of Jacob's head, he lands in a puddle. So I don't know if that's <laughs> the way they kind of just let that one go. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was one... Oh, I'm trying to think what was... Now I don't remember. Oh, and the, the episode's book ended, and he goes... And that's how I was born, but Dad never told me. And the woman never told you what? He never told me how I was born. We know, Jake, you've just been standing there for ten minutes. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, whose flashback was that? <laughs> right? Like, wait, what? <laughs> you, you guys didn't come with us in that flashback? That was just for us? All right. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, I guess. That's fine. Oh, yeah. What was that, number four? Yeah, that was four. We both did. Shit, we gotta go to break. Yeah, we'll go to break. All right, let's go to break. When we come back, we'll have uh, three and two of your top five Adventure Time episodes. Three, two, and one. Oh, yeah. Wait, no, no, no. We what? got another break after that. Oh, yeah. We'll, take we'll get to time. one. We'll get to one. We'll get there. Tease them. We want to tease them in. We don't want them to know they're getting number one. I'm going to come back with number one. If you're a good boy, you can have Make them think they one. skipped the whole middle part. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. So much at the end. <laughs> All right. When we come back. It's like Memento. We're back, just two monsters on air. <laughs> Counting down your top five Adventure Time episodes with Pat Boyle. Yep. Patrick, we've been having a good time here. No, it's been good. It's been good. It's been great. It's been great. Are you enjoying yourself? Can I get you anything? I, I don't know what you would be able to get me in the back of this truck, back of this van. I mean, if you need the bucket, just let me know. Sure, yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with it, pal. <laughs> pat what's your uh what's your number three adventure time episode number three it's a great one um it's it's one of the best episodes ever um Mm -hmm. like three two and one were so hard to pick like it's dude you're getting up there it's just you're getting your greatest hits oh yeah absolutely this one i don't know how to pronounce it i think it's puhoy oh uh yeah i saw that on there and i didn't know okay uh, Puhoy is uh, the one where uh, Finn and Jake built like a giant pillow fort and Finn goes like skulking off and like finds a secret trap door and goes into a pillow kingdom. Yes. And lives an entire life. Yes. Among the pillow people. Yes. He even gets his arm cut off and replaced with a pillow. Yeah. With the pillow arm, which like comes back later. Like, yeah. I think that's the first time you see him without his arm and it's never really discussed because you see... Finn in later iterations or whatever without his arm. Yeah. And it's just kind of like whatever. It's in like uh, the um, Finn the Jake and uh, or Finn the Human. Finn and the Jake Human the, yeah. and Jake the Dog Yeah, because again, he's like a little Amish guy with like... Like a weird robot yeah, hand. with a weird robot arm. Yeah. 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 So anyway, um, so like Finn just... So like Finn lives an entire life as like... He at the end he's like an old man with he a beard. He has a wife. He has a wife. He has kids. Yeah, and like a pillow wife, a pillow lives kids. a whole life. And yeah. like at the end he's like on his deathbed, and he's like you know, you know he's like, 
dad, we love you. He's like, I remember when I was dad. He's like, you are dad. He's like, I'm not dead yet. (laughs) (laughs) But like, you know, and his wife's just like, you know, we knew you had to leave at some point, but. No, because at one point Finn like wants to leave and then uh, he decides to stay. Yeah. And like he lives like to be an old man and they're like, you know, when you leave, just remember us. And he dies, and um, he like uh, it, like it, first of all, it's weird because it looks like a DMT trip. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like a kaleidoscope. It's like the picture puzzle pattern door that he wow. sees, and he's like, he's like, oh, I'm not dead yet. Wait, there I go. And then it's just like, and then he sees Golb oh. as he's dead. Like, well, it's just the infinite blackness. Yeah, and Golb is like coming here. He's going towards Golb, you and he just like what a Golb is. <laughs> uh, Golb is like the ultimate like supreme evil. It's like yeah. this. He's elder like deity, agent of chaos. Yeah, love lives in the blind eternities. Elder like, god. Yeah, yeah. And like he just somehow like does like a kickflip over him. <laughs> just like, <laughs> nope, here we go, and just like just continues on back into the, his actual reality. And um, it's crazy because like when he comes back, there's like 20 seconds left in the episode, and Jake's like, or Finn's like, oh, I just had the craziest dream, and is like, oh yeah, tell us about this dream. And Finn's like, nah, what dream? He just doesn't remember <laughs> just it doesn't at remember. all. It's like uh, I heard someone say they took ayahuasca and they go, and I went and I was a Native American and I lived an entire life as a Native American. I had a horse. This was my horse's name. This was my wife's name. I lived a life. And then I woke up and I was back in the jungle with a medicine man. And I'm like, shit. And oh, that's yeah. what I think of when I think of that Finn episode. Well, that's, yeah, that, it's that, like, DMT documentary where, like, the guy was just dosing people with DMT to see what would happen. Ugh. And, like, the one guy's like, he's, like, I lived several lifetimes, and they asked me how long, and I came back, and I was like, how long was I gone? And he's like, 15 minutes. And he's like, I lived multiple lifetimes in 15 minutes. And, like, everyone in the documentary has crazy eyes, like, because they've <laughs> seen the blind eternity. They've all encountered gold on the way back down, like... The blind eternity. They've yeah. all come into contact with the pine cone, many eyed god. Yeah. Which I think is what gold might be based off. The pine cone, many eyed god. Yeah. So there's this thing that keeps coming up in pop culture, not pop culture, actual culture. Okay. Um, but, uh, and pop culture now I think about it. It's in Sandman, it's in Adventure Time. But there's this okay. thing people see um, sometimes in close to death or with drug trips or things like that. But to the point where there's pine cones hidden in all sorts of art, which they think is related to the pineal gland in your brain. Okay. Which is named that because it's shaped like a pine cone. Sure. Um, but there's this monster that people see as the, it's either um, the guardian to the afterlife, mm-hmm. but it's a pine cone shaped monster with a bazillion eyes. And it shows up in ancient Indian um, drawings. It shows up in cave paintings. It shows up everywhere. Um, it, and it's supposed to be even now when people have uh almost what was it when they're not quite dead near-death experiences okay yeah <laughs> no not quite dead i like that bet when they're not quite dead when people haven't quite died when they're almost dead well that's um, all of us the near oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they're having near-death experiences sometimes they'll see this monster sure um there was someone who said he was a boy and he said every night he dreamed about that monster and they'd go out and help collect souls <laughs> that's some shit you want to get into it's that fucking terrifying that's some shit but i think that's what golb is because he's kind of trying his head is kind of triangle shaped yeah, yeah, and he yeah. has a shitload of eyes i think he's got three or four eyes as someone who has like reoccurring nightmares and reoccurring dreams like all that shit freaks me the fuck out dude 
What what do you see in sleep paralysis? Oh, I don't I don't talk about that because I think talking about it activates it. That is it's correct. It's like a lot of uh, like a lot of um. That's what I heard. Yeah, like a lot of lore, like um, other beings I won't talk about. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Should we move on before we summon something? No, I'm good. Okay. What's uh? <laughs> wait, no, yeah, let's move on before. <laughs> oh, we do well, that. in that yeah. case. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> let's what talk. other Lovecraftian monsters oh, are you Christ. into? Uh, what's your number three? My number three. All right, this is where we start getting weird. Um, number three is an episode called "Who Would Win," and okay. I, I like it because it has my favorite character in the whole series. Um, so Finn and Jake are booping, bopping around, and they see a lake, and inside the lake, uh, a bunch of like brawny dudes are oh, okay. jumping on yeah, a yeah. barn. And they go, oh, those guys are trying to drown that barn. Then the barn stands up and it has arms and legs and a head. It starts throwing these guys off it. And he's like, no one can beat the farm. And then he lifts his arms up and all these animals pour out of the barn, which is like between his legs into the lake. And Finn goes up, grabs a brawny guy. He's like, what are you guys doing? We're trying to beat the farm. No one can beat the farm. And they get their... Uh, and eventually some big guy comes down the hill and he's like, get ready for the train. And it's the train. He's legendary. It's a giant dude with a railway beam for a head that kind of talks. Yeah. He tries to fight the farm and the farm beats him. (laughs) Finn and Jake try to train to beat the farm and they can't. So is the farm your favorite character? The farm is my favorite character. Uh, <laughs> I like that as like a uh, like a thing to say. Like that should become like a turn of phrase. Like you can't beat the farm. No one, no one can. Farm. No one can beat the farm. Yeah, he literally says phrases like "My fight power is too legendary." <laughs> the farm is awesome. The farm rules. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's like the house. You can't. No one beats the house, but no one beats the farm. No one beats the farm. You can buy the farm. You can buy the farm. You have to. <laughs> yeah, everyone buys a farm at some point, but no one beats the farm. And maybe that's what they were trying to say. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Or. (laughs) No, but. (laughs) Yes. And. Yes, and no, but. (laughs) Yes. And no, but. It's all about. It's all about where you put those commas, Christopher Walken. Sure. So, now, but. So, they they do. Don't laugh at that. It's not funny. So, so Finn and Jake try to train. Jake doesn't want to. Finn gets mad, and they actually fight. Like, they fight, fight. Yeah. They start kicking each other's asses. Finn crawls into a, uh, a log, and then ends up falling through, like, a knot in the bottom. So, just his head is in this log. And Jake stretches all the way through past Finn, grows, like, a hundred legs, turns the feet towards him, and just pulls back kicking him over and over and over and over with all these legs and it's just delightful to see them beat the shit out of each other really try until they fall asleep and they meet um a character they called the dream warrior okay so they're in like a used car lot in this shared dream like it's the dream warrior goes hey guys my cars are cheap they're cheap (laughs) cheap (laughs) and jake are like what is he trying to tell us and he goes the headlights help him work at night, but not if they're broken and he punches the headlight. He's like, what is happening? He goes, I have my two... He, goes, he says something about pulling down your pants or whatever. And he goes, and I've got two golden apples and I want to bite them. And Jake goes, yeah, pretty obvious what you're trying to say there, pal. So they go back to fight. They wake up and they're like, 
I know what Dream Warrior was trying to tell us. And I want to point out, Dream Warrior just looks like some guy. Like, right. Like a generic character. Yeah. They go and they, they learn that the Dream Warrior was telling them to fight the farm cheap, to be cheap about it. Oh, okay. So they punch him in the eye. They take his... Bar- He's not wearing pants. So they take his barn and like push it up over his head. Okay. And then they bite his golden apples, which uh, apparently meant his butt. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, they had to show some balls in this... <laughs> No, it's ham hocks. We got a lot of slapping hams in, in oh, this yeah, whole yeah. series. It's a ham slapping episode. Yeah. A punch of the buns. Hmm. Punch of the buns. That's a good episode. That's pretty good. That's that's one of those episodes where I'm number like, three? there's no deep lore in this episode. Yeah. So it seems like you like a lot of the absurd episodes rather than the lore. Because that's a big thing. There is a lot of mythology and there's a lot of absurdity. And it was hard for the balance between the two in the later right. seasons when they started doing miniseries. Yeah. Yeah, because that's basically all mythology. Oh, yeah, Whereas yeah. before, you'd get, like, one or two real the mythology mytholo- episodes per season. The mythology season. sprinkled in the absurd. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And then some Finn and Kate, or uh, uh, Fiona and Cake shit. Why not? But even that has mythology. It's it Ice does. King writing it. It's Ice King. <laughs> like, Ice it's King. a fanfic he wrote about his friends. Like, it's so sad. <laughs> Is there anyone sadder than the Ice King? No. 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 Absolutely no. not. Every and... once in a while, I feel myself being an Ice King. Yeah. Princess yeah. Wack. Alright, Patrick, let's let's move along. But no, you know what? I before we move let's along. Let's not move along. Let's not move along. Let's go let's back to n- five. Let's never move it. <laughs> Start it over. We'll do it live. Yeah. So, <laughs> we, this is all pre recorded. All pre recorded. We're we're sitting here watching um like cassette tapes play what that we've already pre recorded. <laughs> <laughs> we're just holding them up to microphones yeah, so they go like, through again. Yeah. That's all great. It's real to real. Yeah. It's watching them. Sure. Um, but I like, I think there's two sides to Adventure Time. One's the fun wackiness. Yeah. And one's the deep lore. Sure. And I think the fun wackiness kind of is the bread in my sandwich where I'm like, uh, or it's, it's the, the, the wackiness is the foundation. It's usually the other way around. We're like, all right, here's all this lore mm-hmm. and here's the silly shit that goes on within that lore. And you're like, here's the silly shit and here's like, some stuff of why, like, the silly things are. Something I really appreciate about the lore is most of the characters don't give a shit. Oh, yeah. Like, they don't care. Yeah. Jake's like, I don't care where I came from. Yeah. Okay. Right? That's like in, uh... Oh, yeah, because that's mentioned in uh, Susan Strong, which yeah. was, uh... That was... I, I was deciding between business time and Susan Strong, because I wanted Strong, an early yeah. episode that blows a thing wide open. But, like, I'm watching it, and at the end, like, you know, Finn's like, Jake... Do you think she was human or you think she was one of those animals? And Jake's like, man, we're all animals. Like, no one really gives... <laughs> he, he, like, doesn't care at all. He's like, yeah, whatever. Turns out she's, like, a fish person, right? She's all... a fish head? She might be. I think she's a fish I think head. She, I think she is, for real. Because, like, yeah. all the other tribe... All the rest of her tribe were all fish people, too. Yeah. Which I think came from the islands. Yeah. Because uh, when they... They take Susan Strong on the islands episode. Yeah. But then the people they find are not fish people no they're like real people yeah 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 and finn's mom's like a computer yeah shit's crazy shit is crazy oh yeah and that's that's where they tie together why he's afraid of water yeah right what's his dad's name i couldn't remember do you remember martin martin it is martin Martin, isn't it martin (laughs) martin mertens martin mertens yeah fucking great yeah finn mertens (laughs) all right (laughs) fair enough what's your dad's name yeah martin mertens (laughs) <laughs> okay, that all tracks. Carry on. Yep. Not not. 
Oh, okay. Who's your best friend? Peppermint Butler? All right, whatever. This show's off Peppermint the Peppermint Butler is awesome. Peppermint he's like Butler. Aleister Crowley. He I, is. I think he's like a, a reincarnation of Crowley. Yeah, he's a dark magic guy. He's yeah. definitely a left-hand path. Sure, yeah, for sure. Uh, there's, a, there's a bit at the end, like his last shot of him in the whole series, he's reading a book called Dark Magic 101. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He also... Doesn't he... He, he activates the lich? I think he does. In season one? Yes, and I also think... Um, doesn't he send Jake and Finn to the land of the dead to get, um, yeah, yeah, to, to get, get a plant back? Yeah, yeah. I think they kill like PB's plant. Yeah, yeah, and he sends them to the land of the dead to get it back. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, oh yeah, and then like the, uh, yeah, the devil like knows Peppermint Butler personally. Yeah, yeah like Hades or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, I think the Lord like, of the Dead. Yeah, he was like a. He's like a cowboy or something. He was like a he cowboy was, with a skull for a face. He had like yeah, he had like a um like a goat like a horse skull. face. Yeah. yeah, horse skull. And like goat he's skull. like he, they challenge him to like heavy metal like <laughs> and like he breaks his legs off and they're both doing the kick drum. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kid show. Yeah. Show for kids. Right. The Cartoon Network. Allegedly. Yeah. Sold the toys of Toys R Us. Second golden age of animation. We are in it. Dude, we're living it. Yeah. We're living it. What was the what was the first one? Simpsons? Huh? No, the the, the first Golden Age was like Disney movies. Was oh. like, like you know, oh, um, right, right, the like first. Snow White, all that shit. That's oh, gotcha. all, that's the Golden Age. That's like the old Golden oh, Age, and now we're in the second Golden Age, which is what we're currently in. It's Simpsons. It's Family Guy. It's uh, American Dad. It's sure, sure, yeah. sure. Your Futuramas. Yeah. Uh, your your Disenchanted. All of it. Disenchanted coming back. Yeah, didn't next, watch it. Next one. Oh, it's pretty good. Oh, check it it's out. Pretty good. It's it's like clearly I'm all about the animation between the yeah. uh, Adult Swim shows and the, the. You're not wrong. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm like I most of the time I do not care to watch live action stuff. I miss because... my calling as a TV critic. <laughs> I really did. You can you know what you can come guest on our other show and you can give some some. I'll just start a blog. Some hot takes. <laughs> how timely i know right that's blogs are so 20 years ago everything's <sighs> podcast that's right yeah yeah that's where the money is <laughs> that hot hot pod money oh, yeah all right let's move let's let's roll along hot pod. let's roll along what do you sure. got number two yeah number two we almost had a segue into it and then you're like let's go back so you said uh is there anyone saturday the nice king well my number two is simon and marcy the, ep- the season five episode no yeah i know it was between that and holly jolly secrets um oh that's one where they watch tapes of, yeah they watch yeah. the ice king's old vhs's where you like see that like ice king had a like uh had a girlfriend and like was a real human and mm-hmm. like found this crown and was you know yeah like trying to figure it out and like was trying to save the world from destruction <clears throat> and that that was a really good episode but i think for my money uh, Simon and Marcy is way better. It shows Simon and Marceline's backstory. Marceline was like abandoned and the collapse of society and Simon was still a human mm-hmm. and he finds this crown and every time he puts it on, it makes him insane. And uh, it's just a really sweet episode of just, you know, Simon taking care of young Marceline. Oh, yeah. And uh, the, the, the highlight of the episode for me is um, at one point he finds like a cardboard box and like, Starts acting out TV, and he's acting out an episode of Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so good. Because that's what you'd do if you were like, I need to keep this child entertained and oh, yeah. keep her mind off the horrible nightmare we're in. And I used to know the world. When I was a kid, the world existed. Not even when he was a man. The, yeah. The world like existed. Like, last week, yeah. the world existed. And now he's like, well, hey, this is a thing you've it's never like, heard of. Yeah. So I'm just going to enact Cheers for you. And the high, the best part of the episode is 
at a certain point, they're about to be attacked by mutants. Um, and like Marceline's like, don't put the crown on. Just like you promised me you wouldn't do it. And he's like, I got to do it to save you. Mm-hmm. Get in the car and just like close the doors. Don't come out. And he puts the crown on and starts singing the Cheers theme song as he's like killing all the zombies. And it's like a heart-wrenching, ridiculous scene because it's stupid because of the goddamn Cheers yeah. theme song. But like, which sung- is like, <laughs> like singing like really wistfully and yeah. like as he's like, and it's sung by the by SpongeBob SquarePants himself, Tom <laughs> Kenny. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, and it's beautiful. Yeah, but that's a lot of the the right after the war. That's probably the most actual screen time we get right after the war. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that one. It might be the miniseries that shows like the world in flames or it might be like a one second flashback in the mm-hmm. episode where Marceline is talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if that might be also the same episode where she's trying to get ice King to remember or no, that was a different one. Okay. Yeah. Cause I forget how it's like phrased. Cause maybe she's explaining like, Hey, like Finn and Jake go, go easy on this guy. I think, I think that was it. She was yeah. t- telling Finn and Jake kind of the backstory. Yeah. And he's hand bone. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a beautiful. Isn't isn't there like a primordial princess bubblegum too? Yeah, there is like um, yeah, there's like the, some gum being around there's there like a too. Semi sentient gum yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, finding her tomatoes, her her chicken soup because she's sick. Yeah, but really, you know, it's like antibiotics is what they're looking for, but they want to make it for kids, so they make a yeah. chicken soup. Oh yeah, yeah, and they're trying to raid like. You know, drugstores and all that, and yeah, 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 a soup truck, and like it's an ambulance. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Um, God, that fucking episode gets to me, man. It's really good. Um, you know what? That episode gets to me so much that I want to move on because my number two is "Remember Me." Okay. Uh, which is basically the episode where we first realized that Marcy and Ice King. Have... That's the one I was thinking of. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the one where they we first realized they have a relationship from before at all, and yeah. also from before the war. Yeah. So where he's like nuts, and she's trying to get him to remember his song. Yep, yeah. pretty much. So uh, the Ice King. Is... The song isn't the Cheers theme song, is it? No, it's, it's a not. Different song. It's a different song. <laughs> It'd be great if well, it was. It's, it's not a song, but Marcy makes it a song. Okay. So it's like. The Ice King is trying to figure out how to pick up chicks, how to pick up princesses in his little house. He finds, uh, he pulls a book off the shelf and it's like, Master McGirl Pickup says that you should have a tortured backstory. I got a tortured backstory, I think. And he goes, I'm going to write a song about it. You know who writes good songs? Marceline. And he goes to Marcy's house and Finn and Jake are watching them like they're the cops in the bushes. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Until, uh, uh. Uh, Ice King fucks up to the point where he like ties himself up accidentally in a cord. Finn and Jake bust and Jake goes, that's it, pal. You're going downtown. <laughs> he gets up in his face. He goes, your treatment of the female gender is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and and Marcy's like, no guys, he's cool. And, and they leave. And so they try to write the song and Ice King's like singing a song about how he has great abs and how cool he is <laughs> yeah. and how much girls like him. Um, uh, until Marceline's like, stop, don't you even remember this? And he's like, no. And he goes, but look at all these cool notes I got. I wrote them everywhere on this newspaper, on this journal entry, on this on this picture. And you realize they're all his mementos from before he was the Ice King. So it's like an article clipping of him as a scientist. Yeah. There's like a picture of baby Marcy yep. and all this stuff. And Marceline starts reading off the 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 back and it's off what he had written and ice king 
not even recognize any of it, starts playing the drums along. He's like, yeah, sing it. So the song's like, uh, this crown's keeping me alive, but it's making me crazy. And it's all about, I'm sorry for the things I do when I don't remember you. Yeah. And it's so fucking sad. Because he doesn't remember at all. He just knows, yeah, Marzi likes songs. And it has a very brief flashback to um, Simon, who the Ice King was. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, picking up Hambone, the her like shitty monkey oh, yeah, doll, yeah, yeah, and yeah. giving it to her yep. in the right post-apocalyptic world, and it's it's so so beautiful, and I'm like, it hurts me because it's like clearly <laughs> yeah. this person is not the person you knew and loved anymore, and trying to get them to remember who they are is hard. Yeah, yeah. People change and shit. It's fucked up. It's fucked up, Patrick. Kid show. Yeah, kid show. Kid show. Kid show. Five o'clock after school. Right. <sighs> yeah and the song's real good yeah it's real sad music in the show is out of control I love the music it's in very the show good. I really enjoy it I think um even little weird songs if, yeah if Jake like picks up a fiddle he's like listen here Finn I'm gonna do a Tom Waits impression and I'm like oh cool yeah yeah it's fun we gotta we gotta take our last break sure we can do that alright let's take our last break when we come back we'll have your number one Adventure Time episode sure Welcome back to Top 5. Welcome back to Top 5. We're counting down your number one. I'm Taylor Mitris and we're here with Pat Boyle. Wait a minute. <laughs> and we're, we're, we're about to count down our number one episode of Adventure Time. So, uh, Pat, would you care to, uh, well, well, maybe I'll lead us off. Why don't you lead us off, yeah. Pat? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love this bit. I'm going to do it. In every, <laughs> Go I'm, for it. No, no, I'm going to try to welcome us back from every this break is, that I'm this on. Is, this is why I have so many women on my show, because their voices are distinct. sure that's the only reason (laughs) god damn it um yeah so my my uh my number one episode is uh come along with me it is the finale um season 10 episode 13 patrick can i interrupt you right here sure because my number one is come along with me the final episode of adventure time well that's great uh so what do you like about that episode uh so what i like about that is it's a chance to see all of our favorite characters one last time sure and they really do bring in just about everyone and everyone gets at least one or two really great moments yeah um i will point out uh lumpy space princess kisses lemon grab oh that's true and, and, and she's just like brave warrior i give you like my lumps as a gift of kisses for lemonas and he's like i find your offering acceptable <laughs> yeah oh man all of it's so good so like it's it's it, there's a lot of it that's great um, yeah, doesn't, doesn't like, uh, Shelby say check please in it she as well? She does, right before getting <laughs> run over by something. Yeah, that's so good. So, we gotta, we gotta set this up. So, how the fuck What was that, in Heat Signature? Yes. <laughs> so, like, they go to make a movie, and, like, no, no, there's gotta be a catchphrase. And, like, uh, they keep, and, like, uh, Shelby just says check please. Shelby's check, like a please. little, like, worm. Yeah, she lives in Jake's violin. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, mm, check please. Yeah, so that's great. Uh, Finn does his yell one last time. The, <laughs> <laughs> uh they so like uh the 
Marceline and uh, Princess Bubblegum thing was alluded to in uh, like previous episodes, yes. but they actually have an on-screen kiss, they which sure is do. huge. That was crazy. Yeah. I didn't think it would happen, and then it did. I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. Because they have a very mature and adult relationship. And oh, sure. I yeah. don't think Finn understands that, partly because he's not a thousand years old. Sure, yeah. And, and... he's not an eternal god in yeah. this realm. <laughs> right. He's a little boy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so it's always like whenever he's like, I think I like Princess Bubblegum. I'm like, Boy, you don't know what you're getting into. Oh yeah. Um, what else is great? Uh, I, I it's kind of sad that Bimo doesn't remember them. Like so, <laughs> it, it starts with like um, the new like Shermy and Beth finding like Finn's arm, and they go bring it to the King of Ooh, who turns out to be Bimo. Yeah. So we know this is like a thousand years in the future. Oh yeah, yeah. And like the Gumball Guardians are just like roaming the world. Yeah. And like everything's just you know barren. Yeah. And they go and they they find Bimo, and he's like, yeah, I remember. And like he like calls him by the wrong name. He was my best friend, a great hero. Phil. <laughs> yeah. And it's like I think his name was Frank. And it's just like yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He goes, His name was Frank. Wait, no. Phil. Yeah. Phil. And he calls him Phil for the rest of it. Yeah. So it's like a flashback of Bimo, who wasn't there for this, for most of it. No. Uh, telling the story of the Great War of Ooh. Bimo was there at the end, and he sings a great song. Yeah, um, Time Adventure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's so good. I made this song for my son, Jake. <laughs> oh, yeah, my sweet baby boy, Jake. Okay, so what? Bimo thinks that Jake is his son. <laughs> All right. like, sure, because, like, of course Bimo thinks that. Because, yeah. like, <laughs> my sweet baby boy, Jake. Oh, it's so good. And, uh, like, the so what's, what's great about that is it does kind of tie everything in a nice bow. Um, but also like Finn and Jake are both immortal beings. Like they, there's like a comet that like comes around every thousand years and like, it's like Galactica where all this has happened before and all this will happen again. Right. And like clearly Finn and Jake are still the same people, just different. It's, you know, they've been not, maybe not reincarnated, but like maybe also cause like, I think their character archetypes is what they are. It's, sure. But it's not like, so much who they are physically, but what they represent and what they do. Well, Finn is also Shuko. Remind me. Uh, Shuko is the ghost in their house from like a thousand years earlier. I don't remember that. No, there's like this green like ghost that like um, new Princess Bubblegum and like Shuko loses her arm too and gets like a robot arm. Okay, that sounds And rides a tiger. Ah, yes. Yeah. It's in there somewhere. Yeah. It'll come out. Well, that's kind of it. So like all these like, yeah, they are like immortal archetypes, but they're also like immortal of immortal essence, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're all from... Well, think about all the different incarnations of Finn. I mean, we've got weird He Amish was a butterfly Finn. at one point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was a sword. Yeah. He was Fern. No, that was... Yeah, I guess Fern is Finn. Fern, Fern is the Finn sword. Finn is the Finn sword. Yeah. So the Finn sword is Finn, and Fern is the Finn sword. That's yeah. why when Fern dies, he turns into a seed in the shape of the Finn sword. And when he grows into a tree, the fin sword is stuck into the branch. And, like, that's, like, the craziest thing is that late game, it just, or late in the series, it just gets all ridiculous. Like, there's just nothing but lore. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. At a certain point, you're like, (laughs) like, I'm like, oh, I think I'll tune in. And it's like, uh, I'm lost. When, 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 uh, 
Golb uh, makes that monster, and the monster spits out the owls. The owls resemble the cosmic owl, and anytime the cosmic owl appears, that means it's a moment of predestination. Yeah. So this thing has to happen because the cosmic owl is present. Oh, yeah, like the croak dream. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Remember the time we fought the farm? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Remember Hot Dog Princess? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Slime Princess is in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Hot Dog Knights. Sorry, Hot Dog Knights are kind of stupid. I don't know. Yeah. Um... So yeah, no, it was a great episode, and it has probably my favorite joke in the whole series, where like the like Golb shows up and uh, or like the uh, the Gumball War was like happening, and uh, Lemon Grab just hands a note to Bubblegum and just says "Unmake me," and that's my favorite joke in the whole series. <laughs> I've seen that in meme form. now. Oh, it's so good. It's yeah. just like "Unmake me." It's it, so good. It's so. <laughs> and when you think there's going to be this epic war, instead they end up knocking out the main combatants and sending them into a dream state yeah. where they grapple with their doppelgangers. Uh, Princess Bubblegum has to fight uh, Uncle... Gumbald. Um, Uncle Gumbald. And then Finn has to fight Fern. Yeah. And Jake doesn't have a doppelganger, so he dreams of his brother Jermaine, and they go looking for sandwiches. Yep. No, Jermaine's awesome. <laughs> He's just like... I like the Jermaine episode where, like, uh, like they go to Jermaine's house and he just has all these artifacts. And, like, he has a monster in the basement that, like, his dad stole the monster's poster. (laughs) (laughs) That's dad's demon blood sword. Oh, yeah. No, that's so good. That's so good. (laughs) There's a... Oh yeah! Oh oh yeah! And he's got like uh he's got a Teddy Ruxpin that keeps a force field named Boo Boo Sousa. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Boo Boo Sousa is like the force field, and like he has to go like flip the tape to keep the force field running. <laughs> <laughs> like Boo Boo Sousa is amazing. It's a world that's occasionally weirdly analog. Oh yeah. Well, like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> they dig up a bunch of tapes and sit in Christmas sweaters and watch them, but oh, yeah, also that they... stuff's gonna be around forever. Oh yeah, that's forever. That's plastic. Plastics yeah. forever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, and and. Then and sometimes we're like the four main elements are candy, ooze, fire, and ice. Everyone knows right. that. That's your, that's going to be my uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire cover band. <laughs> it's just candy, ooze, and ice. I would I would listen to that band. Um, yeah. So, so September we'll do like November. So we've got these combatants, and they're gonna fight, and and then they decide. Not to, but then Uncle Gumbald was still gonna kill, like secretly poison bubblegum by turning her into like a dumb candy yeah (laughs) which is nuts because like all the like candy things are like have been dumbed down they were all like living thinking things and now they're all just like like idiots yeah bring the banana guards help us oh the banana guards are to help you princess save us princess (laughs) (laughs) yeah the banana guards are awesome i love a banana guard (laughs) Oh yeah, they do something stupid in that episode too. They're great. Yeah, I think that was the one they got. That was the one where they got. They're like, we can't make the save you, and then they get stepped on. Save us, princess. Yep. Um, yeah. So instead of this huge war between the two, they end up having to fight Golb, who shows up because Magic Man and Ice King's old girlfriend used, I think, Magic Man's girlfriend yeah, as like a power source. Margles. Margles. Yeah. Yeah. Magic Man, who's now Normal Man. Normal Man. I got... I want to talk like, about Magic Man later. I like Magic Man so much. I got some I got some feelings magic on Magic Man. Magic Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> he's so Magic good. Man. Just, <laughs> Smoking salt will make some mighty ham. Magic Man. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong. <laughs> cool 
things are just about so, yeah. to get out to pend. So yeah, the, the the finale is satisfying in a way that a lot of finales aren't. Yeah, it really is. And they, they pack in. It's an hour-long episode, I think. Yeah, 45 minutes. five minutes, which yeah. is longer considering most of them are 15. Yeah. Because it's two per. Um, yeah, and it fits in just about everything. Oh um, yeah, everything makes an appearance. It ties up all the things you wanted to tie up. Yep, the Ice King's there. Gunter gets his crown. He does. And and the crown's in its like primal form, so it grants wishes. Yeah. So. Oh, what does he wish for? He wished to be the Ice King. So That's he turned right. into this like bird version of the Ice King. <sighs> yeah. And starts just playing drums. <laughs> That's right. That's sweet. Yeah. Like, He's the ultimate evil. Get it from him. And then he just wishes to be Ice King. He's like, hey, princess. That's really sweet. It is. Oh, yeah, because he's Orgolurg. He's like a, an ultimate evil that has like condensed himself into penguin form. There's a bit where Marzi's dad finds him, hunts an Abadir, finds oh, yeah. him, and he's like, give me your soul, right. ultimate he's, evil. He's like, well, you have Surrender to teach to me. me your power. <laughs> like, He's just like, Wah. and he goes, fine, and he throws the penguin. <laughs> Gunter, who told you to fly? Yep. Uh, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. And then at the end, we get a very nice denouement where they, uh, uh, Finn and Jake are hanging out by a hole, and the hole starts singing the oh, yeah. ending song, Come the, Along the singing hole. Yeah. With Me. Um, and as that entire song plays, yeah, yeah. you get to check out little scenes that would happen afterwards, and we see all our characters. Peppermint Butler, who got dumbified reading Dark Magic 101. Yep. Um... Uh, Bemo sending Amo into space with Banana Man's help. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a weird one because <laughs> I think it's his ashes. Because I, I didn't he die? Oh yeah, because he was like a wizened old man. He was. Yep, he made all the mo's. So many mo's. Yep. It's important for you to be mo. Yeah. So there's so many runner ups. You know, there's so many good episodes. Yeah, you want to run down. What do you got? What's what's still left on your plate that you liked? Um, I so the two. So there was three that I was like. I want to do them. Uh, Food Chain's really good. Um, I think that it's it's definitely not top five, but Food Chain, it, it was a guest animated episode. Oh, that explains guest it. directed. Because it was very weird. It was very weird, but it's not top five. It's just a good, weird episode. Yeah, and it's right in the It's I think that's the last season, too. Uh, no, Food Chain season six. Season six? Okay, so that's... It went second. ten seasons, so it's like... Okay, yeah. it's somewhere in the middle. Because I remember being like, wait, what's going on? What did the show become? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um another season six episode jake the brick is really good where he just wants to be a brick he wants to be a brick in a house that's about to collapse that he wants to know what it feels like to be a brick in a house as it's when the house is collapsing jake's got some shit he needs to work out huh <laughs> right and finn's just like well good luck on your like mystic quest he like <laughs> finn like realized like i this is beyond me <laughs> you gotta but, get this is something you gotta do yeah but jake is a brick in the wall and he is watching a rabbit mm-hmm. go about its business and like he's talking about it to himself narrating it not realizing that there's a walkie talkie nearby and Finn brings it to um, Starchy, mm-hmm. who is at the radio station, broadcasts it for the whole kingdom, who is now <laughs> listening to the plight of this rabbit, who, like, the rabbit's burrow's about to get flooded, then, like, a sea lard shows up, and it's like, oh, I'd imagine there'd be mud scamps around here, but not a sea lard. This is crazy. And, like, you know, then some beavers come and, like, help him fortify the, da- the dam. Yeah. <laughs> it's real. And there's, like, a deer that keeps, like, hassling the rabbit and... It's really it's a, good. It's a real good, real weird episode. It's an insane bottle episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, right? <laughs> like, clearly they only had, like, Jake in the studio. They had John DiMaggio. Yeah. Um, like, we've got enough time for John to do an entire episode. John, you got it? Oh, yeah. 
And uh, the Constable last runner-up would have been uh, Season 4, Princess Cookie. Remind me of that one. Princess Cookie is great. Um, so it, it starts, it's a whole, it's a standoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Princess Cookie has like some sort of place just like held up with a bunch of hostages. And, uh, the first lines, Princess Bubblegum's like, how about I give you the big sombrero? Will that make it okay? He's <laughs> like, nah, I want that crown. It's crown or nothing. <laughs> like, so basically Princess Cookie, um, like grew up in the, uh, like land of the Candy Kingdom orphanage. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Princess Bubblegum came and just said like, oh, you can be anything you want. And Princess Cookie's like, well, I want to be a princess like you, because you make everyone happy. And Princess Bubblegum laughed in his face. Oh, I remember this Yeah. And so, like, now he's just like, you know, he just wants to be a princess. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to hold people hostage to get that crown so he can be a real princess. And um, somehow Jake busts him out of there because Jake feels pity for him. Because Jake wanted to be the mailman and Princess Bubblegum (laughs) made him the milkman instead. (laughs) And then, like, you know. We've all been there. Yeah, and they get to the end and, you know. Princess Cookie is about to like jump off a cliff. He's like, I'm never gonna be a princess. And he's like, You know, Jake, you remind me of a mailman I used to know. <laughs> and, <then> like, <laughs> and Jake's like, Oh, that's good. Yeah. And then at the end, like, Princess Cookie is like in an institution. And Jake comes to visit and like brings like a crown for Princess yeah. Cookie. And like everyone like gets down on a knee and like bows to the, the Princess Cookie. Like, Oh, she's a real princess. And the uh, royal tart toter is there as well. Okay. Who like the tart toter is just like insane. He's a gingerbread man who like is supposed to bring the royal tarts in an episode right and he's just insane so he's in the institution as well i love the royal tart toter don't we all yeah he gives a really great speech at the end of the episode he's like oh uh fuck what is it what is it it's like this uh cosmic dance of uh this this dance of cosmic decadence and withheld permission twists our arms collectively but if sweetness can win and it can I'll still be here tomorrow to high-five you yesterday, my friend. Oh, yeah. And the episode just ends right after he, like, gives this insane speech. That's something I appreciate about Adventure Time is just ending an episode. There's one where, uh... Fuck, it was Marcy? Oh, it was Into the Nightosphere? Or it came from the Nightosphere. It's an entire episode with just Marcy and Finn, and they accidentally summon her father, Hunts and Abadir, and it's Finn trying to get it back. And at a certain point, Marcy goes, Where's Jake? She Or he goes what's up with that weird pocket on your shirt? And Finn goes, oh, Jake's in here. Opens it up. Jake looks up, turns around and goes, Pfft. yeah, and that's uh, yep. and done. Yeah. My mom giggled. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, there was. All right. We, that's we got was. that in there. That's, that's what it was. I can't remember if that was on my list or not. I watched a lot of episodes last night. Oh yeah. Um, I really liked the tower where, which is the episode after Finn's dad basically rips his arm off yeah and disappears again so finn doesn't know what to do and he ends up growing like a ghost arm yeah that just wants to build a tower out of all sorts of random shit yep. to the point where finn is like up into the stratosphere you know building more shit and and jake's like he's just got to work it out he's got to work it out and pb's like get back down here <laughs> right and it turns into this whole news footage oh yeah i liked um Ow! I liked Into the Night. Yeah, that was wild. I, I liked Into the Night Sphere. I liked um. I'm trying to think, the one where Tree Trunks gets married, and that's okay. The Lich stuff, I think, is good, but I think the Lich gets overshadowed by Golb and Glob and all the other Orgalorg and all the other oh, yeah. interdimensional monsters. Yeah, because you think the Lich is like the big bad thing. He's at the yeah. end of season one. Yeah, he's Ron Perlman, and yeah, absolutely he is. And um, 
<laughs> it's like, yeah. So, um, Ron Perlman's great. So anyway, uh, yeah, like you think the Lich is a big bad thing and then there's so many more like cosmic, yeah. like eternal evils and just like, you know, yeah. out there that you find about later. Because I think the Lich is kind of what caused the Mushroom War or he was made by the Mushroom War. Yeah. It's hard to say because the Mushroom War, you assume, is just a nuclear fallout. It is. But it's also created the slime monsters and things like that. Yeah, the mutants. The mutants, yeah. And the gum people and, like, all that. And like, yeah. yeah, basically, like... But those elements have been around forever, too. Right, right, Because then there's, like, Gunther was, like, a lizard, like, forever ago. <laughs> right, right. And so was si- Simon was, like, a scientist back then, too? He, he was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the crown keeps him alive. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. also, uh, Tree Trunks, uh, episode four. That was on my, uh, the first Tree Trunks episode where oh, she, like, goes, she goes and, on the adventure. Yeah, and she gets, like, the crystal apple, and I'm just like, what the fuck is this show? Yeah, it's she, like she takes a bite, pops, and the episode ends. Yeah, and it's just like, all right, so this show's just fucking weird. And then four yeah. episodes later, there's, like, Finn finding a glacier full of baby shoes, and they're all the left one. <laughs> the left <laughs> shoe. <laughs> like, and you're like... I don't know what this is. I don't know what that would mean, but it's it's not good. No. I know it's not good. Um, do you want to talk about characters real quick? So we got a little time. Yeah, we got some time. What do you, um, you got some... Who do you like? Uh, my top five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll go through them quick. I like Root Beer Guy. I know you like Root Beer Guy. He's good. And then he becomes Dirt Beer Guy. Um, Prismo is awesome. Uh, that's Kumail Nanjiani, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I like everything Kumail does. He's yeah. Cool. Um, Magic Man is number three. <laughs> I love Magic Man. I love Magic Man a lot. Um, then Gunter's number two. Mm-hmm. And number one is Breadfin. What was Breadfin? Um, Magic Man turns Finn into a loaf of bread. And he's like, Oh, that's right. I'm bread. I'm bread. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Magic Man, his, he's a magic guy yeah. who uses magic powers to just fuck with people. Right. Like he's sort of from Mars or something, but mostly he just wants to fuck with people. He is from Mars, and his brother is like God. <laughs> it's yeah. like uh, yeah. it's like that three-headed. His his brother's Glob. Yeah, Glob, yeah. Grob, Grod, Gob, or something like yeah. that. He's got like four names. Yeah, because he's got yeah. four heads. Yeah, four faces. Four faces on one head. Yeah, and they yeah. rule Mars with Abe Lincoln. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Forget about Abe Lincoln. Yeah. What the fuck is the show? <laughs> I know, right? Show for kids. And just like, yeah, just wacky stuff. There, there was a bit where I think it was uh, Magic Man's girlfriend was trying to figure out what was up with Magic Man. And she was saying something like, the magic gives magical people magical madness and magical sadness. And I was like, you're damn right it does. He's got that magical madness in his soul. Got that magic madness. Yeah. Got that magic madness. Got that mag- magic. Ah, God damn. He's got it. He's got it. He's, he's so, got it. So do we. All right. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think that was just kind of a metaphor for creative people. Not me, but actual creative people. Because they all have sure, a little yeah. bit of magical madness and magical sadness to make the magic go. Yeah, right. Huh. And he's got a tiny unicorn trapped in his house that is like, that like is afraid to leave. I think it was a manticore. Manticore. What'd I say? Yeah, it was a, a unicorn. Oh. Yeah, it was a no. manticore. The manticore has a very deep voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is that shit? I didn't know what a manticore was before, but I'm like, oh, it's a little, like, lion dude yeah. with wings yeah. and shit. And it's got, like, a barb on its tail. Yeah. 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 I, how do you think this show got so weird? Um, slowly. I don't know. It could be drugs. But I think that, um, I don't know. It's kind of like, there's so much lore, so much you can shake a stick at, and they just kind of gave them free reign. I don't know. Because it's weird. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because it's like regular show is kind of a similar show where things yeah. start out normal, then get real weird. Like, it's you, like you got to pick up the chairs, and then they find a keyboard, and when they play it, they can send shit to Mars. Yeah, yeah. Or send it to the moon. They get the power. Yeah. yeah the power. Yeah. And that's it. Cause, so, like, at the time... Bunch of baby um, ducks. Send them to the moon. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Soda machine that doesn't work. Send it to the moon. Yeah, so at the time, um, the, the people I was living with... I really liked Adventure Time. They really liked Regular Show. Okay. And I convinced them to watch these shows with me at the time. Because right. that's I was like, these are really good. you got to watch them. They're like, it's a kid show. I'm like, smoke, smoke some weed with me and watch yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, so it, um, yeah. And Regular Show is a lot more tame, but it's also very funny. But it's it's much more grounded in reality to start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, And then it gets absurd. Yeah, and it's every episode is like, oh, our TV's broken. we got to go get a new TV. Yeah. And then the TV only works. If they hit it and they have to beat this character, it's like, oh, we're going to beat it. So they keep beating on the TV to see, but they beat the character, but then they beat the TV too much and the character comes out of the TV and punches them. I'm like, wait, what's happening? Or like, we found some really old sodas, so we want to throw a party. On a big sidebar, the regular show comics were really good. Are they? I've never read them. It's weird to get comics that are good from like... uh, uh, that aren't made by the creators, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, because there's Adventure Time comics too, and I, I they're not canon, is what yeah. I heard, and they're not. I heard they're not great. I haven't read much of those, but uh, the regular show comic. There's one where um, they find the spirit of the '90s in like <laughs> the garage, and like they have to defeat it in a game of Pogs. Nice, and that's amazing. There was like a six part uh, comic called uh, about Skips, where Skips keeps living the same day over and over again, and like he's trying to stop a disaster from happening. And, like, each, uh, like, uh, issue of the comic is the same day again, and he finally, like, stops the thing. But, like, <laughs> yeah, the regular show comics were really good. Oh, that's interesting. I might look at because I always see them at the store, and I'm like, I'm not going to get, because I know a lot of times they buy them, they make them for kids. Yeah, there's, you like, know. 40, up, 40 issues. They're they're pretty good. Yeah, I'll, I'll leaf through one if I see it. Yeah, they're not bad. That'd be good. <sighs> My Fight powers to... Okay. Yeah, what about your characters? Uh, you know... Talk about yours. I mean, Marceline is honestly... That's what gets me. And not just because I like seeing girls dressed like that and I got a thing for goth chicks. But um, I like Marcy because she seems to be a little bit of a different character every time. Like, she actually gets outfit changes unlike most of the oh, characters. Yeah, yeah. Every episode she's got a new outfit. But there's... She gets so much more backstory. Yeah. Like, there's a bit where... where you know, one of her ex-boyfriends steals the memory of her breaking up with him. Yeah. And then just shows back up in her life. Yep. And Finn has to convince her that that was an abusive relationship. And he sold Hambone to a witch to get a wand. And I yeah. was like, this is very real. Because I think we've all had our memories stolen about a bad ex. And suddenly they're there again. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, that's that's very adult and mature. It's a, it's a kid's show, but it's also timeless. There's a lot of... A lot of metaphors, a lot of good stuff in there. Would you call it adventure timeless? I wouldn't. Okay, but I'll see you myself would. out. I'll see myself out. <laughs> no, <laughs> but that's been tough. This week. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would not. <laughs> no, yeah, no, but I bet there's a better thing to call it. <laughs> no, <laughs> just not, I offer no example of my own. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, but I, I like that, and I like the secret backstory between her and uh, Marceline that they clearly had a relationship when they were much younger okay and and you know they let that go and then it comes back and yeah it's like well like oh like uh bubblegum has one of marceline's t-shirts yes and, and she like still oh i it. use it to sleep I'm like yeah it's my hey. sleep shirt 
Yeah. Like, oh, that's very nice. Oh, that's yeah. cute. And I went, and that's mm. all in the Stakes miniseries, I think, where they really get into it? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, the t-shirt ones. Oh, no, Varmints, I think they get into it. Varmints, yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, you're right. They talk about it in Stakes, too. Yeah. But yeah, Varmints. I always get Varmints and Stakes confused because they're Marceline-based yeah. episodes. Um, I like Martin Mertens. <laughs> He's just like an intergalactic con man who has a son, occasionally shows up to ignore him or get what he needs from yeah, him. Yeah, to con his son. And yeah. then leave. And he's such a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. And and for Finn, who thought he was the last human for how long, to finally oh, yeah. meet another one, find out it's his dad, and that he's a piece of shit, I think That's that... That's happy. <laughs> yeah. Then we've been there. Yeah. We've all been there where we're like, oh, my dad's back. And he needs to borrow 20 bucks. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. All right. His car doesn't work. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, he forgot his wallet. So, okay. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's... It's so rough that in a post-apocalyptic world, like, they're still bad dads. Yeah, <laughs> They're right. still shitty fathers. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I guess that wouldn't change. Yep. Yeah. 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 And that's what's the cool thing about, like, Susan in that episode. You think maybe she's another human. Yeah. Because, like, you know, maybe. Maybe. But nah. But nah. She got fish head. Yeah. And then Finn's mom's dead. Now I want to rewatch all of it all over again. Because it's, it, it's so crazy, because like, all the stuff you remember is kind of a slow burn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was rewatching it, and I've seen season one and two a bunch, and I'm kind of like, all right, yeah, this is fine. Like, when do we get to the good stuff? And then, like, there are some good episodes, but, like, season three, it really picks up. Like, Holly Jolly Secrets is season three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, season five's out of control. I Like, I didn't realize that uh, a lot of my top ones for, were from season five and season six. But yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's good and it only gets better. Is there, what would your selling point for this show be if you had to sell it to someone who hadn't seen it? I don't know. Just watch it. It's good. Watch it. It's good. Watch it. It's good. Watch it. It's good. You heard it here. Shit's on Hulu. You got Hulu? It's all on Hulu. Yeah. I was just at Walmart and they have the entire series on DVD. One big box. It's like a hundred bucks. Did it come in like a cool case? Yeah, it came in a cool case. Did it look like the Enchiridion? Because that would be a little cool. bit. I don't All know. Right. It, it looked like a cool thing. All oh, right. I should have mentioned Card Wars. I like Card Wars because oh, I was surprised actually, you didn't have Card Wars on there. I know. There's Card Wars is good, and then Daddy Daughter Card Wars is great because the whole episode Jake is trying to win a tournament in this fucking card game so he can put his twenties to bed and live his distinguished 30s yeah and that was it he wants to just win this card tournament so we can be like all right now i can be distinguished in my 30s card games are for <laughs> are for young folk and i just turned 30 and i'm like you know card games are card games are my life now i do card yeah. games for a living yeah so yeah no it's cool and like there is an actual adventure time card game too right like you flip that pig you can't floop the pig. The pig is in one of the decks. All right. And, like, flooping is just, like, tapping. For like oh, magic I got turns. you. Yeah. I got you. That's what I figured. When I play games like Munchkin and stuff, instead yeah. of saying, I kick open the door, I'll say, I floop the pig. Yeah, you floop, yeah, yeah, you gotta floop the pig. To the point where people who do not watch Adventure Time but do play cards with me go, I floop the pig. Yeah. And whatever we're doing, you floop the pig. Yeah. But flooping the pig does, like, nothing. I, I think, it, like, it does, like, next to nothing in the actual game. And it's, like, the biggest thing in the episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, the pig, it ate all my corn for my corn warriors or whatever. Yeah. My- oh, Archer Dan is like a real card. Yeah, and like, oh yeah, all the elements are there. It's like corn, blue, sand, <laughs> laser dog. <laughs> oh yeah, like all the stuff's in there. It's great. Yeah, that's fun. I like Jake the dad a lot. 
where he's like so strung out on being a good dad like like uh jacob was to him to the point where he grows like a hat out of his head oh yeah, yeah. his dad wore a hat and the reason his dad wore a hat was because jake left a big scar there when he left fully formed from his father's head what the fuck was this show about yeah they uh, really missed an opportunity to have uh eugene merman be one of his kids because it is Dan Mintz and uh, Kristen Shaw. Kristen Shaw. Yeah, but Eugene Merman. It um, would have been all the Belcher kids. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, one of them is... Um, Dan Mintz is Tina. Uh, yes, Dan Mintz is Tina. But one of the other sons is... Oh, fuck. He's the guy from The Good Place. He's from Buffalo. Ah, oh, shit. I'll remember like three hours later. I was later. thinking Rick James, but I know I'm wrong. No, Rick it's... James is from Buffalo. He is. Yeah. buried there. Yeah, he is. I've seen his ghost. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. Was it super freaky? Oh, it was super freaky. (laughs) Yes, and? (laughs) (laughs) We got there. It was mildly freaky. All right, this was a good episode. Well, we had a good time. I'm glad we were here. As as every episode, we end with Rick James. Uh, Patrick, is there anything you want to plug? Anything special? Anything that makes you money? No. Anything people should check out? No, I'm going to plug this podcast. Listen to more of it. Yeah. There's other episodes. Let's Check them out. They're all good. We're all bad. We're all yeah. good. No, I can't wait to have you back, Patrick. Yeah. This has been a good show. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, so as soon as... I have a van- feeling I'm on more often than people realize. I bet. There's like a wink there, but like <laughs> I didn't make a twinkle when Ping. I winked. Like, yeah, maybe we can add that in post. I can add that in post. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm um, on more often than yeah. people think. Cool. There yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> and just as soon as that van door opens you can go all right yeah cool so you want the bucket or yeah okay Signs you there.